Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of An Ocean of Ontological Light. I'm your host, Ron Wright. In this episode today, uh, I'd like to talk to you about something actually really fantastic. <laughs> um, I entitled this episode of the podcast, uh, Trembling Delight. So I want to talk to you about that. I'm going to read a verse of scripture. It's uh, from Psalm 139, a very beautiful psalm. And uh, two verses here, verse 13 and 14. Um, so David wrote here, For you formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. <clears throat> Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. I love that phrase, I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. So I want to talk to you today about what lies at the core of our self-perception. In other words, how do you see yourself? The answer to that really colors every aspect of your daily life. I mean, how you perceive yourself is going to affect how you relate to yourself, how you relate to other people, how you relate to God, the world, your job, everything. We don't see the world as it is, right? We see the world as we are. And that is a pretty fundamental spiritual and psychological truth. We, we perceive the world that we're living in through the lens of how we perceive ourselves. And that's just how we're made. No one kind of gets around that reality. And so it's a very important thing for us to understand the core perception of ourself. In other words, just simply put, how we see ourselves. And David the Psalmist said something beautiful here. He said, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. That was his perception. What lies at the core of how you see yourself. Maybe um, that is not something that consciously you think about very much, but I, I guarantee you on a subconscious level, you're living that reality in each moment of your life. So often <clears throat> when you examine kind of that core energy that lies at the heart of how people see themselves, you find things like fear, shame, guilt, insecurity. These are kind of the, the negative ones, but there's also, you know, maybe more aggressive ones, things like pride, selfishness, arrogance, you know, whatever side of the pendulum that swings on, whether it's on the side of, you know, fear, shame, guilt, insecurity, or on the side of pride and arrogance, and I'm so good, I'm better than sliced bread, <laughs> you know, whatever side of that you know, that pendulum swings on, these are all faulty core perceptions. Both are unhealthy. Both sides of that is, is unhealthy. A healthy one, as, as David mentioned to us here in this psalm, is that we perceive ourselves. And this is important. We perceive ourselves. It's not a matter of, well, I'm going to try to think positive thoughts to feel that way. No, no, there has to be a real seeing, a real spiritual perception David said, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Now, that word fear, as we're going to look at in a minute, is not our typical understanding of the word fear. It might be better translated as humility or uh, awe. <clears throat> so, he says, 
the way I perceive my life is that I'm in awe, I'm humbled, and I see the wonder of my own being. So this is the core of true awareness, these two things, seeing ourselves as in the humility of that, that God created us, and the wonder of that, that we, we spring out of God. He is the life we subsist in. You know, uh, Paul said, in him we live and move and have our being in him. So that's the perception of our true awareness. Our true awareness, when we touch it, when we continue with it, reveals the fact that what we are <clears throat> is a really a supernatural being. We're not just made out of, you know, uh, the physical elements of the universe. We're made out of God breath. We're made out of God design, God intent, and God love. That's what we're made out of. And that awareness gives us this sense that David touched here. He said, like, I, I can see I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. He says, I know this all together. I know this truth, truthfully. So <clears throat> what I want to suggest is that our spiritual life is really a, a retrieval mission. We are on a mission with God to retrieve a real awareness of our real being. And that essentially is the journey of a, of a healthy spiritual life. We're retrieving what's already there. We don't have to make it up. We don't have to create it. It's there, but we do have to perceive it. And we have to go on a retrieval mission, as it were, to find this treasure, dig it up, clean it off and let it shine. And, and that, I guess, could be a definition of a true spiritual life is us rescuing and retrieving a real awareness of our being. So that's what I mean by the title of this message of this particular podcast of trembling delight, fearful wonder is, is what David said, but I'm translating that as trembling delight. <clears throat> David said, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I'm saying we tremble with delight when we actually touch the core root of our being. And what a healthy thing that causes psychologically with us. What huge <clears throat> transformation in terms of our personality, our character, how we see ourselves in our world. You know, if we would <clears throat> but explore ourselves a little more deeply with the assistance of God and the illumination of his spirit and the truth of who we are in Christ, we would find an inexhaustible amount of beauty and wonder lying in the depths of our being. God's fingerprint is there. His breath is there. Like a deep ocean, most of what we really are is, is hidden from, you know, our view, yet contains the most boundless resources. If we can learn in our life to have the spiritual practices where we can kind of dig down under some of our most common afflictions of personality, things like fear, anger, resentment, criticism, unkindness, those sort of things, we would find that these are but the vestiges of a, of a brighter light and a more beautiful essence that really have just faded into a dimmer hue 
because we've wandered away from God's light and God's love. So some of these common afflictions of personality like fear, anger, at a deeper level, they actually exist as something more beautiful. Fear, for example, is, is a sense of humility. Anger is a sense of an energy to do what's right, wanting what's right. Because a lot of times when we're angry, we find that we feel that our rights have been violated. Something that is rightfully our due hasn't been given to us, so we're angry. So a lot of these uh, more common personality afflictions that we consider to be negative are, are really just kind of leftover shadows of a much brighter light of our being that is really there and shining, but it's become dim to us. Our recollection of it has become dim. Our awareness of it has become dim. And spiritually speaking, you know, living for God is allowing him to re-shine the brightness and purity of what lies within us because he created us in his son. You know, if the truth be told, everything in us trembles, you know, not from fear, but from the awe and the wonder of our essential being. As I mentioned before in other broadcasts, and I'll probably mention this many times because it's not a common phrase, when I use the word essential being, I'm, I'm talking about who we are before we covered that with uh, identities that we've formed ourselves out of the world. Essential being is what we are in God prior to all the add-ons that the world gives us or the takeaways that life has taken from us. So essential being is just who we are in God. And, and, I, and I think <clears throat> that there is an actually a trembling of delight uh, that we experience in our mind when we touch our essential being. Uh, to be a human being is really uh, to tremble with delight at what we truly are. Uh, sin has so marred that wonder, but deep inside of us, it's still there. And it's trembling, and when we touch that trembling, it's actually like somebody strumming a guitar. The tr you know, the strings of a guitar are trembling, but they produce music, right? You strike the, the, the strings of a guitar and they tremble, but they create music. And that's what's at the core of our being. When God's hand touches the strings, so to speak, of our essential being, there's a trembling delight, a song that is playing there that's beautiful for us to perceive and to hear and for others to see it in us. So to be a human being is to tremble with delight at what we truly are, yet when forgotten by ignorance, that trembling becomes misinterpreted and misunderstood as the cadence of fear. So really at the root of fear, and this is a profound psychological truth, at the root of fear is a misunderstanding of us trembling in delight of our being as it exists in God. Wow, if we could just, you know, sink into that for a while, what a transformation and healing it would bring to our life. This trembling of, you know, awesome delight 
about who we are. When, when lost touch with, it really becomes misinterpreted by our egoic mind as fear, worry, nervousness, feeling small, etc. I mean, that's just how the ego, egoic mind, the mind on me, myself, and I, sees that trembling, awesome delight of our being. It gets misinterpreted. We feel nervous, worryful, because we really lost touch with the reality of who we are. The truth is that, you know, what we are is radiating <laughs> with such beautiful glory and, a, and an auspicious song and shimmering delight that we easily mistake these vibrations for something to be afraid of. Why? Because we've lost our grandeur in God. We've succumbed to such a small mentality, such littleness, such insecurity in the world that <clears throat> that true uh, vibration of what we are is just totally getting misinterpreted now as something to be afraid of. I think it was Marianne Williamson who, who said in her book, A Return to Love, I think it was her, she said, you know, what really frightens us is not that we're uh, too little, but that we're too great. We're afraid, you know, of our own beauty. I'm not quoting that uh, properly or word for word, but you get the idea. What really makes us afraid is not that we're terrible, but that we're, that we're great. And that's not pride. It's just that we are created in God. As David said, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. And when you get a sense of that, we're almost like afraid of our greatness. We haven't known how to function in greatness. We've known how to function in littleness and insecurity and ego. But to function in the greatness of God? Wow, we're going to have to be taught that. God's going to have to walk us through that one because we're not familiar with it. So this trembling of awesome delight, you know, when, again, when it gets lost touch with, it's misinterpreted. Our delusions have turned our inner song into mistaken battle cries. You know, we start running away from things. Or we try to control things, not knowing that the fear is, is actually love turned away from itself. Did you know that's what fear is? Love turned away from itself? That's what fear is. Spiritu spirituality is returning the trembling of fear to the original dance of wonder, awe, and auspiciousness. A return to the love of our being, meaning that God loves us and we love him with the love he loves us with. So a return to the love of our being, to its pristine clarity and righteousness, turns you know, the dirge, the funeral song of our fears back into the Song of Songs. There's an entire book in the Bible called the Song of Songs, which lies almost right in the middle of the scriptures, the very heart of the scriptures, which describes and defines love between God and his, his people. Our smallness needs to be swallowed up by our perception of our unimaginable wholeness in God. Trembling there is turned into dancing. <laughs> when the Bible says that, you know, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, this isn't, uh, th this fear isn't our usual understanding of the term. This fear is the awe-inspiring tremble of pure delight. So, the fear of the Lord, in other words, 
the awe-inspiring tremble of pure delight in the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. I wish our Bibles translated it that way. You know, because without starting from the vision of our essential self that's loved by God and held within his righteousness and, and, and the perfect fullness there in his Son, all, all of our thoughts and thinking begin to be vain. They're, they're unplugged from the reality of what we are. May the world's fearful trembling return to the original vibration of what really moves us, the trembling of the wonder of our true being and its pure delight. In some further episodes of A Notion of Ontological Light, we'll be talking about some of those spiritual disciplines that that help us touch that true essence inside of us, like meditation and prayer and and recollection, those sort of things. But today in this episode, I just, I wanted to touch upon this very important matter about what really lies at the core of your true being. And when you can touch the perception of that, everything changes. Everything changes. Your life moves out of, you know, that fearful trembling into a trembling of delight like a song in your soul that brings joy and happiness into your life. And that is today my prayer for you, my listeners. And I want to take a moment here just to thank each and every one of you who tune into these podcasts for listening. Um, I really do my best in preparation before each podcast to pray for my listeners and pray that what is shared here not only becomes some sort of an academic thing you're thinking of, in your mind, but more importantly, becomes something that you really touch in your in your experience, and uh, that is the the focus of these podcasts is to help us to touch something deeper in God and to live our lives from there. So, as always, uh, thank you so much for tuning in, and may you take a deep dive into your interiority, where maybe, like as was mentioned today, you touch that trembling delight <laughs> of who you really are in God and begin to dance instead of uh, feel shame. So God bless you. Thank you for tuning in and I'll see you again on the next episode of An Ocean of Ontological Light. Thanks for joining me.